this is Joseph Kokom at Space 2014 on behalf of Becca Hilburn's Art Process blog, Keep on Truckin' Natto Soup. If you could introduce yourself, please. Hi, my name is Liz Holzer, also known as Hawk Pock. Um, I'm My website is pockwashere.com, and I work in mostly digital art, and occasionally I paint and draw as well. Um, awesome. And what's bringing you to Space this year? Um, actually, I'm here with a friend who's other table mate canceled, but I've been here before, and, okay. you know, it's just a good place to meet other people, get your art out there, get your comics out there, and enjoy it. Yeah. Are you local to the area, or are you um, flew in for... Local for a given value. I'm from Indiana, which is a state over. Yeah. So, it's about a two and a half, three hour drive, which isn't bad as far as conventions go. I don't have to get on a train or an airplane or anything real complicated. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be harassed by, <laughs> by the TSA. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your artwork? How long have you been? Uh, how long have you been producing? Uh, you said they're they're digital prints. Uh, currently, I'm working with uh, Vector Art. Yeah, I've been, well, I went to school for graphic design and illustration. Um, currently, I'm working with Inkscape, which is a freeware shareware version of Illustrator, right. and it does some interesting things. But I actually like it better than Illustrator sometimes. Um, I went to, like I said, I already said I went to school for graphic design. That was in Muncie, Ball State. Okay. And did um, your school encourage you to use open source software, or was it just something you picked up along the way? No, it, it was... Um Adobe is wonderful software, but it's also expensive, and yeah. when my Mac died, I decided I wasn't going to buy another proprietary computer system okay. that I couldn't afford repairs on and started looking for other opportunities. Okay. But being familiar with the official Adobe software vector program definitely made a difference in how quickly I learned how to use the freeware, because they're not always as user-friendly and... Adobe isn't that user friendly. <laughs> yeah, I've fought with Inkscape myself a little bit, uh, and I think most of that is just prejudice from using things like Adobe Illustrator. Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't say that Adobe's interfaces are perfect, but they, they have uh, some user experience experts yes. working on their team, as, as opposed to, I imagine Inkscape is... Uh, a work of love. I'm sure there's people <laughs> who know what they're doing on it somewhere, but... Right. I think they're more concerned with features than they are with user interface, essentially. Um, but yeah, can you tell us? Uh, can you walk us through the, the process of uh, how one of these digital prints comes about? Are well, you sketching digitally as well? A little bit of both. My favorite one of this series is Leo here, and this is his original sketches. Um, I've got a couple concepts and prints that I went with, and he has associations with spine and light, sun, and I eventually hit on sunflower and other heliotropic things. So what I did was I started off with this sketch, scanned it, and I think I had another one on a bigger piece of paper. Manipulated it in Photoshop a little bit because my proportions are always a little funky. Right. And then put this, uh, the scan, on a layer in Inkscape and turned the opacity down and started creating shapes over it. Right. And then you get into the really fun things of trying to figure out colors and shapes in a program that generally doesn't allow for much shading. It does have a gradient feature. You can see it here in his head. Uh, Aries down below has some in her hair. Right. Um, others, but I started mostly working with very 
very graphic blocks of color and seeing how I could balance it out from there. Um, and because it's vector art, it has the potential to get very, very flat. So a few right. of these I've put textures over some of the colors to make a little more visual interest and a little more depth. When you say textures, you mean from photographs which you've taken or um, textures built into the Inkscape software? Most of these are textures built into the Inkscape software. They've got a few filters and things, and generally what I'll do is I'll grab the shape that um, I want to be textured, copy it, put the, whatever filter or program I want, and there's a couple that come with it that look really funky and a couple that just don't work. Right. There's a lot of trial and error there. And then pull down the opacity so it's not quite so. Here is this big block of color. Yeah. And then it's from there it's um, a lot of just messing with zooming in and zooming out and seeing how it works as a whole because when you're working with vectors you kind of have to go in real close and pull on these little tiny handles and make busier curves that may or may not do what you want them to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because the, the lines are actually computed through mathematical mm -hmm. formulas rather than coming directly from your hand yes. essentially. Um, so uh, we were discussing uh, briefly earlier you creating a banner and one of the beauties of working in vector is it's got infinite resolution yes. so you can blow these up as large as you want them. Which, so is that something that you've done in the past or is this vector drawing uh, new to you so you haven't had a chance to print a banner with it? No, um, I have not yet done a banner mostly for financial reasons. Um, yep. That and as in any digital graphics program, it's all in how much your computer can handle. So while right. they can scale up infinitely, that doesn't mean your computer can necessarily keep up with scaling it up infinitely. Right, because you're going to have to send off that ping or JPEG or whatnot mm -hmm. to the to, to the, the press eventually. It has to be. Yeah. I mean, there may be some which accept SVG, but I'm not aware of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, no. Um, and that's fun, is trying to figure out what's your best opportunities for format and quality. Okay. Um, for these, I brought them into a older version of InDesign, which is one of the um, Adobe family. It's a publishing program designed to lay out books and such. Right. And them all in a PDF so that when I could get them printed, it was in a format I knew people would be able to take and take that and get them printed all in one go together. And I double-checked that uh, all the images worked on someone else's computer before I took that thumb drive out of the house. Right. So. Common, common printing mistakes, mm -hmm. not embedding fonts in those sort yes, of things. Yes, definitely. The uh, thing you just scanned there was uh, done in pencil and my and then I took it into Photoshop to clean up the lines, add the text. Photoshop is not my preferred uh, choice for digital text, but it's uh, yeah. easy enough for the purpose there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And would you advise other people um, who are creating digital art to try out uh, vector art, or you really think oh, it's if, if you want? Fine. Okay. <laughs> I like being able to scale things without losing resolution. I like being able to make lineless art without having to worry about erasing my original lines. Yeah. Because I do do a little bit of real. I do do real painting. I do. 
doing some digital painting, but there's always that moment of, if I cover over this line, will I ever get it back? <laughs> yeah. Um, so is there any advice you uh, could give to someone who's considering coming to a space for the first time, maybe? Um, for an artist? We don't want to pick that oh, one. sorry. All right, let's see what else. There's the better prints up here. Yeah. Um, have some variety. That one's a um, Copic work. Uh, Alcohol-based markers. Right. Um, that was uh, an inked art that I brought into Illustrator to clean up my lines, okay. and then colored with Illustrator. So you've got some transparency and gradients going on here. That it's really fun messing with your transparency and seeing the layers you get. But let's see. Advice for space. Um, plan out what you're going to do and how you're going to set it up because presentation makes a lot of difference. Yeah. And I'm a terrible introvert, but be willing to talk to people. You okay. never know what people are going to be interested in and you just got to try. Okay. And where could we find your work online? Um, my website is pockwashere.com or pockarts.tumblr.com. And we could purchase your digital prints there, or we have to come to a show to do that? Um, I'm looking into setting up Store Envy or another option. I'm working, oh, so my Society 6 account needs some love, so okay. that should be it. All right, well, thank you very much. I hope thank you have a good space. You too. Thanks for listening to Up and Conning Artist. A video version is available on the Natasoup YouTube channel, along with some convention recaps. And if you wouldn't mind, please consider supporting Becky Hilburn by contributing to her Patreon or checking out her Tiny People comic at 7inchcara.com and wherever books are sold.